friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. I like Dude, the trip. What? Go back. Don't skip that. What okay. is this? So this is... Was this the one that's carved out of solid stone? Yeah. So I, one of the things that I've wanted to do, and I didn't get to do it last time I went either, was Build your own temple Petra. out of solid stone? What? <laughs> Build a temple? <laughs> out of solid stone? Is that what... Uh, yes. Okay, we should yes, do and that. I was able to do that. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> it looks uh, amazing. <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> You can find the Fort Worth Roots podcast on all your favorite streaming services, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. We're also on social media, just simply Fort Worth Roots. And that's good for Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And we do have videos associated with these recordings on YouTube. That's also Fort Worth Roots. We're doing these things a little differently these days. You can find all the information about our sponsors and events and everything that we got going on at the very end of the episode. Real quick, I do want to tell you about this episode's sponsors, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. And you can find these guys at roofingsolutionshouk.com. Their phone number is 817-882-6520. They will give you 50% off on their roof tune-up. Remember to tell them that you heard about them on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Another thing you'll hear about at the end of the episode is our September 10th event. That's going to be at Pouring Glory from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. All this stuff is in the show notes, but I will tell you more about it at the end of the episode. Our guest today is a world traveler that just recently got back from a trip to Egypt. And uh, he went to a bunch of places, Cairo and Luxor and many, many more. And yes, I know what you're thinking. Did he ride a camel? He did. He's also the host of a very successful North Texas podcast that has won two years in a row, the Fort Worth Weekly Best uh, of podcast and they are scheduled to win a third year of the best podcast in fort worth and they need your help so make sure that you go to the best of fort worth and vote for the funky panther as the best podcast in fort worth that's enough out of me thank y'all for being here give it up for my friend chad butler and let's start the show call him Chad Funky. He's the host of the Funky Panther. He's also the co-host of the upcoming event September 10th at Pouring Glory. Chad, thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots. Man, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so glad to be here. Now you got to see all the behind-the-scenes bullshit that goes in before an episode. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the TV working right. I got to investigate that. Apparently my browser is no longer supported by your website it's fine you got things to work <laughs> there's a thing on the screen and that's that's yeah. what matters we right? got a picture of you guys looking fabulous out Aww. there at uh, panther island brew yeah right before y'all's 100th episode before you grace us with your presence I, on our 100th episode i can't yeah. stop kissing your butt thanking you for having me out there that was such a cool moment for me as a person and as a podcaster because you guys know everybody and you're like you know who we want for our 100th episode we want andrew of course. Highest praise. There's I mean, nothing better than that. I mean, it was great. And we knew you were going to do a great job. And it was nice to have you on. And we need to have you on again where it's more about you and not about us. But like, <laughs> we really appreciate you doing that for us. Sincerely. It was awesome. You're very welcome. Uh, it was either Javier or Tim yesterday. We were at your birthday celebration and uh, Jordan's. Yes. And uh, we were at Concrete Cowboy. Yes. Their food was pretty, pretty excellent. Y'all ate? I do, I do not recall. <laughs> you were telling me that's a bit of a foggy uh, place in your memory from yesterday. Yeah, it absolutely yeah. was. Well, I made it. You, you don't remember, so I could be lying, but... 
I um, remember your face being there. <laughs> so that, that counts as something, right? Yeah. So Javier, Tim, uh, had the idea that I'll be on your show, but I'm just supposed to sit in the corner and you guys are just going to talk shit about me nonstop. <laughs> what? Like with what? me there, but I'm not allowed to say anything. <laughs> like I'm there, but nobody will ever know. So keep in mind, they were also drinking. So. <laughs> not the best idea. I'm Everybody just, was having a great time. It was a great time. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by. I'm, I'm, anytime you guys invite me, um, I've, I've got the imposter syndrome, right? So anytime somebody invites me to anything, I'm just overwhelmed. And so I'm definitely going to be there. Well, you shouldn't be that overwhelmed. Like, get used to it now. You know what I mean? Like, you're the dude. You're the dude, dude. I would like... That's a, that's a goal of mine, to be the dude. I think, right? I think you are the dude. The big so just get used to it. Yeah. 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 Now you just need to get long hair and the robe and, and sunglasses, and you'll be good to go. I've pretty much given up on the robe, man. The, you know the sweater that you can buy, the Big Lebowski sweater? Have yeah. you seen it? Yeah. You can't get it anywhere. Really? And so I, I went into like some... Uh, I think it was like the, the dark web. Because it, it was not, it wasn't Amazon, it wasn't any of Nothing the... Nothing for anything shady, for a sweater. <laughs> the nice. dudes, the dudes sweater. It's not any sweater. Okay, all right. Anyway, it's, uh, it's unobtainable. And so I find it, finally. And they're like, we've only got three left, right? It's, it's a lie. Every okay. time you see that, it's a lie. But right. I clicked on it, I gave them my credit card, and then they shipped it to me. But then it said it wasn't going to be there for like 24 months. 24 months? That was apparently their backlog. A two-year backlog. It That's was not insane. a thing. It, well, and then I talked to some people. Uh, I found a guy. We were at uh, Kate Greathouse's uh, comedy show, and I can't remember the venue. And some guy had that sweater. And I ran up to him, and I was like, dude, I love your sweater. And he's like, man, thank you. Nobody else has said anything about it. Nobody knows what I'm wearing. And yeah. And I was like, well, I know because, and I told him what I told you. And he's like, yeah, I know. You can't get them anywhere. I got so lucky. <laughs> the dude was from India and he got it back home. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? He like just stumbled upon it. But he, he was telling me, he's like, you can't find this anywhere. That's insane. <laughs> that, is, that is bonkers. So, you know, you, you were kind of razzing me earlier about having too many things going on. But that could be one other thing that we could project ourselves with, making those sweaters. <laughs> Yeah. So how far are you along in your 24-month journey to get your sweater? Uh, I, canc you I, I immediately canceled the order. <laughs> and as soon as I saw that backlog bullshit, I was like, okay, I'm going to cancel my credit card. I'm going to file a fraud complaint or something. Like, I'm not – they're not getting my money. Right. That's insane. Yeah. So, how much was it? I can't remember. Yeah. But that, it, it, that. Was, it was enough that it would be a problem. You know, like <laughs> 60 or 80 bucks. Damn. I'm not worth – Okay. I'm, I'm not I'm – not, I'm not going to give that away. Right. I don't have that kind of money. I hear you. I understand. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to do something that we don't usually do. Oh, no. I need you to pull open your phone and show me some of these pictures that you took in Egypt. You just got back from Egypt, and the stuff that you were putting out was incredible. And I, I need to know what was going on in these pictures. Like, give me the history behind it. Really? Yeah. You I want, want me to go through these pictures? I, yeah. Just, you know what? Hit the high notes. You don't have to go through all of them. Okay. Well, I've got 1,642 pictures here. Good God. So let's go From ahead and the get trip? started. No, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I probably do. Now, pretty now close the to ones that. that you described to me, you got to send to me because I'm going to put them on the YouTube video so people can see your uh, excellent photography skills. Oh. You, you, you were an excellent photojournalist on your trip. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, so this is my second time to Egypt. Okay. I have friends uh, who I think you met, Jesus and Crystals. Jesus played a lot of shows here while he was here Very in uh, cool July. Um, but yeah, so we've been friends for uh, forever. And a couple of years ago, they decided that they're going to go teach in Egypt. Like, 
I don't know why Egypt. I still don't understand. I mean, I, I get it. I get the love for it now. But like, it was just they wanted to go somewhere new, somewhere they've never been before, and they completely picked up their life and moved out to Egypt to teach. Yeah. And so Jesus used to work for the railroad, so he didn't actually have a job lined up. He had hmm. nothing. Uh, his wife Crystal was going to teach, and he's like, "Well, I'll figure it out. I can like jam out at some clubs or something. I'll make a little extra money. Everything's be fine." And she's thinking, "Your ass is going to get a job, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly." And so they go, and they've been there two years now. They absolutely love it. They're going to be there for another two years. And so I went last year, and uh, it was great. It was beautiful. We got to do the, the pyramids and, and the, the stuff. Um, but I really, we went to the Red Sea, which. I mean, you don't think about Egypt and also being right next to the Red Sea, I think, or I didn't anyway. Sure. Um, but the Red Sea is like one of the most beautiful bodies of water with like coral and fish out everywhere. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and the visibility is like 100 feet. Like you could see forever, it seems like. So whenever I went last time, uh, the moral of the story, the where I'm trying to get to, <laughs> is uh, I really time. want to bring my parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, they have never really left north america and yeah. so i was like i want to come back with them and my stepdad's who got me into scuba diving when i was younger and i was like i want to bring him so we can go diving he's got to see this yeah. yeah he's got to and i didn't get to dive last time because we didn't have enough time so that was kind of one of the big things we want to do on this trip and uh then my mom was all down to like write a like the camel in front of the pyramids like she just wanted to do all the cliche things you know what i mean <laughs> that you would do in in, in all these like Did travel she start photos singing, like arabian night from aladdin <laughs> No, but she's still pretty upset that we didn't do walk like an Egyptian. Like she was like dead set. Like she was going to make some kind of like reel or something on her Facebook. That's Madonna, right? I have no idea who it is. And I was like, mom, I'm pretty sure that's going to be insulting somebody. Like I'm not going to be walking like an Egyptian in front of people here. Like that's just embarrassing. So no. Um, but so, yeah. So I say that to say like, she forced me to ride a camel, and here, so here, I'm, I'm putting this picture up because you're going to send these to me. Yeah, for okay. sure. All right, so here's a picture of Chad riding a camel in front of. Is that the biggest pyramid? That has to be the biggest pyramid. It is. Yeah, that is huge. It's the Great Pyramid, and it's an excellent picture too. I I was telling somebody the other day, like you, you see this stuff on Nat Geo, or you see it on TV or in movies and stuff like that, but having somebody that I know personally, a very dear friend of mine, in front of the pyramid, really kind of makes it real yeah i mean so now i've gotta go and i'm actually i am no fan of camels so you would not catch me doing that <laughs> did you have any bad uh experiences with camels i while have you were doing that no i mean i so i i realized after getting up there that the harness was not like real secure and so it was like wobbling a bit i did not want to do that i was kind of forced but i'm glad that i did it made for a good picture anyway those so. must be just excellent just very tame, very well-trained camels. Because, I mean, camels are assholes, man. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think that they're assholes to the camels, too. So, like, <laughs> I also don't want, you know, I did want to do it because I'm like, oh, the poor camels. But uh, they were fine. They, I mean, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I might be talking out of turn, too. I don't know if Egyptian camels are the same as Iraqi camels. But uh, I have to imagine that they're pretty similar yeah i would assume so i mean <laughs> same region right yeah. i mean it's going to be out there um so yeah so there's that one um this one's going to be my parents that we are you know where what are y'all standing on uh there's a road that goes alongside of the sphinx it's okay. like the one road that goes through this entire complex where you got the three well, there's nine pyramids but the three big ones yeah. and then like there's three small ones on each side um so there's like one road that goes through the entire huge uh 
I want to say complex. I yeah. don't really know what else to call that, it. That is that like a modern day road, or is that something they excavated and was kind of part of the whole thing from the beginning of time? No, it's a modern day road. Okay, okay. <laughs> to, yeah, trying to put this all into perspective for myself, but that is just awesome. All right, next. Yeah. Okay, next, next photo. Let me see. So there's the Sphinx. There it is. Um, yeah, no big deal. There's me in front of Looking the beautiful. pyramid. Yeah. There's a restaurant right there, which um, it's called the Nine Pyramids Lounge or something like that. Okay. I uh, and it's just like overlooks the pyramids, and yeah. like it has some of the best Egyptian food. Um, it was it was nice and shady, and we were outside on this patio, and it was just beautiful. And cool. so they also have this little platform in the back where you get to hang out and take some pictures in front of the pyramids. What's the temperature you. like there this time of year? Because you just got back, and it yeah. was triple digits here what was it like there it was the same except dry so like it was bad, bad but it wasn't human like it has been here yeah. you know what i mean and so because you don't look like you're dying in this photo your no. face is a little red I but mean, you don't look like you're miserable yeah no it wasn't that bad i mean it definitely if you're walking around and and we were a lot then yeah you're sweating it's it's hot but yeah. it's definitely a little bit different than texas yeah yeah now did you find anything uh let's not go too far but where we're at now in the pictures with yeah. the sphinx and the pyramids did you learn anything just astonishing that you didn't know previously? Because they're throwing history at you the whole time, right? Yeah. And it was kind of overwhelming because we did so many temples and we did, uh, we did tombs and we did all this different stuff. And we actually had tour guides telling us all the history. And if I could regurgitate some of it, I wish that I could. But yeah. like, it was just so much. It was a bit overwhelming. Did anything kind of stand out to you? Um, man. Just knowing, because I, I think maybe I knew that there were more pyramids, but... I think largely when people think of Egypt and the pyramids, they think of the three pyramids. Right. So there's a lot more going on there than than maybe the general public realizes unless they've visited, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you've got the three big ones and you've got three small ones on either end that are kind of broken down. You don't even look like, you know, pyramids almost yeah. anymore. Um I will say that there's one thing that I learned, it, not specifically uh, at this part of the, the journey, mm -hmm. right? But like um, we were at a temple in Luxor and our guide was talking about how there was a lot of missing things from the temple. And, and we're like, oh, well, I'm assuming maybe war. I don't know what happened, right? And, and apparently back in the day, say like, I don't know, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, uh, some country would come in and they're visiting Egypt and they're like, man, I really like this monolith. It's beautiful. And they're like, here, take it. And so they were just like giving countries things. And like now, obviously that wouldn't happen because they're trying to like cherish their history and preserve they want to make sure it, it preserved. Yeah. yeah. Back um, then they were just trying to make friends. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. So you'll go to like Paris and there's like a monolisk from Egypt and there's, wow. there's one in New York, apparently like all over the world, there's pieces of Egypt that was just given away at some point <laughs> oh, or wow. traded for something bizarre. Yeah. It was kind of a random little factoid. It'd be interesting to find out like when the culture changed where they kind of said, okay, we, we've got something precious here. We're going to stop giving this stuff away. Right. Like when did that change? Probably, probably fairly recently. I would, I would assume so. Yeah. yeah. And now they are very much, um, yeah, like you said, preserving everything and, and making sure. And it's crazy too. I didn't realize that they're still excavating constantly oh, yeah. and finding things constantly. Yeah. <laughs> like we went to the, the in also in Luxor, because I feel like a lot more of the history is not so much in Cairo. A lot of it's in, in Luxor, because that's where a lot of the, the the Valley of the Kings is, where all the kings were buried and things now, like that. How far is Luxor teams. from Cairo? Um, I think it was about like a eight-hour drive, I think. So you wouldn't want to take a camel? No, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> we flew. It was about an hour flight. So Okay. Yeah, Very not cool. bad. 
All right, next picture. Let's go. All right, next picture. Whoa, holy um, crap. Is that Disneyland? No. So What is this? We were we were in uh Charm, which is one of the one of the diving cities near the Red Sea. Um and that is um the one of the mosques there. Okay. So for for those of you that aren't looking at the YouTube video right now, this is a mosque, but it is extremely intricate. Now, is this more modern day? This doesn't look like it yes. was excavated. Yes. No, it, it's it's modern. Okay. And like I it's just beautiful. really love the architecture. Like yeah, it's, it's pretty bizarre. You got all sorts of stuff going on, like spiraling bricks and then these huge pillars and yeah, it was pretty neat. They take their mosques very seriously. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean if if you had the the North Texas mega church money, uh, you could probably build one of these, but they're too busy building giant parking lots to house more people to bring in to right. donate to their cause. But the mosques are intricate and beautiful, and this is incredible. I can't wait to put that up. I don't feel like we in America do a very good job of like having beautiful architecture, and I'm probably going to bite my tongue because I'm sure there's plenty of churches and things like that are just beautiful, right? But I feel like yeah. it's, it's more about capacity. You know what I mean? Like It seems like a lot of times it's capacity. Yeah. And you got churches in, in Europe that have got tons of history, and you've got new ones even um, that are just amazing to see in person. You know what I mean? Have, I'm sure you have because you've didn't you say you've been to every state in the United States? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, yeah. you've probably seen, uh, you've been through the mall in Washington, right? Yes. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Did you ever check out the National Cathedral? No, I didn't. Okay. I can't actually say that it's got anything on the mosque that you're showing me here. Right. But the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. is beautiful and apparently was completely constructed by hand. Really? And they started construction with this thing back in the, I, I want to say early 1900s, and it took all the way up till, I think, 2011 before they completely finished this thing and it was halted because funding issues and yeah. wars and all sorts of stuff that put a halt to it but uh as far as uh architecture and beautiful churches in the united states that would definitely be one of them it's yeah. uh, it's the most amazing thing i've ever seen and just the fact that it was built by hand is incredible so take that <laughs> okay, I told you I was going to bite my tongue. I knew I was going to be wrong. And and there's there's bound to be more. There's a right. there's a show I just watched on a uh, spiral staircase in some I want to say it was a Catholic church um, that they actually to this day do not know how it was constructed because it is completely suspended by the tension uh, in the pieces of wood. There's no support. Yep. There's no uh, column. There's no wires or anything. It's just freestanding. I can't. I've remember. been there. I've it, been there, but oh, I was really? a kid. And I remember them telling us that, and I didn't really understand the um, the cool factor of like, yeah. how is this a thing? You know yeah. what I mean? When I was a kid. And then now it's like, oh, snap. I want to go back and check out again now that I'm... <laughs> I'd love to see it too, because the, the video I saw on it was really hokey. Like the guy walks in and, you know, sets the scene and talks about the story. And then he walks up to the staircase. And as soon as he puts a foot on it, he's like, oh my God, I can feel how amazingly constructed this is. Like, shut up, dude. But I don't think you're actually allowed to walk on the thing. Like this was kind of a, a random right. thing. Like he was it allowed was to. It was blocked off when we were there. Yeah. I mean, they were talking about it, but you couldn't go. I'm up not there. even sure you're supposed to touch the thing. Probably. Anyway. Yeah. So they're thinking it was a saint uh, or an alien or something. But yeah. Who knows? What is that? So we were uh, there at the Red Sea, and there was you know we went diving for a couple of days, but then there, we, there's also this place called the Blue Hole, and uh, it's you, you get in. Um, there's like one place where everyone kind of gets into snorkel or dive, whatever. And we were snorkeling at this thing. And uh, you get into the water, 
and it just opens up like you're getting in between these two cliffs essentially like when you drop down to the water so you're submerged at this point yeah you're okay. getting down into the water and then you're looking down and all you see is like nothing for like 150 feet like it oh, just it just bro. drops to nothing i'm out and so you're like you're going through this like crevice <laughs> and then like you're the the current kind of picks you up and you can just kind of like go off the current and it pulls you all the way around this this reef like this wall of reef uh you know some of the most beautiful corals and fish and like clownfish and so you're just going with the flow yeah kind of like a lazy river you're in a current it's right. pulling you around and exactly you're not having to work for it no and so you're just kind of going along and so that was a picture of um kind of like i had one of those bulb things for my gopro where you can see above the water and below the water nice. so you kind of get the idea of like it's desert mm -hmm. but then this water like under underneath the water is gorgeous like how is this a thing it was, wow. it was pretty neat pretty pretty uh serious contrast Oh yeah, contrast. Yeah, I said it right that time. You nailed it. Then <laughs> um, there's another oh, one. That's of the corals. Yeah, super Good colorful. God. I, I gotta zoom in on this. I mean, I I have been diving a few places, right? Um, like in the Caribbean. You know what I mean? Like Grand Cayman. Tim and I went on this. Uh, there was a ship that was downed in Grand Cayman that we dove a few years back. It was a lot of fun. I've been diving in like intentionally uh, grounded there. Yeah. They yeah. put it there as a diving thing. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool to be able to do that once I've been diving in Tulum, like through caves, but you know, the corals and stuff that I've seen in the Caribbean have not ever been able to hit anything, not even a few feet deep. <laughs> you you <laughs> right took this uh, picture with your GoPro. Yeah. And there, there's some onboard AI, like it automatically adjusts colors and stuff. But do you feel like this picture is pretty true to form, like what you saw? Yes. Yeah? That's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. That is incredible. It's almost worth uh, the impending fear of a, a shark attack or barracuda. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know that I'll ever enjoy this in person, but thank you for risking your life so that I could see this. So you don't like, you don't like getting in the water... So, man, I've, I've fished offshore. Right. And I've pulled stuff onto the boat. Right. That has convinced me I don't belong in that shit. <laughs> you ever seen a barracuda? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm out. Just that. Just that one thing. I'm out. And barracudas are everywhere. Yeah. There's different types of barracudas. We've been all down in the, the Keys and they're like, just in like a ton of them. A ton of them. <sighs> they move like lightning. By yeah. The way. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay with sharks. Like, I don't think they're great, but I think I could deal with a shark. Barracudas are something out of a nightmare. See, I'm not even worried about the biting fish. It's more of the poisonous shit that's everywhere. There's that you know too. I mean? Yeah. So, or, I mean <laughs> or scrape the wrong piece of coral, right? Because right, they've right. got poisonous coral too. Yeah. At one of the places, I mean, I mean, when we were diving, there was a lionfish, which are extremely poisonous, oh, yeah. right? And the thing was like the size of a basketball. It was huge and uh, bigger than that even. I mean, it was just ginormous. And uh, I was like, okay, well, that that's, I mean, if that thing comes near me, right? Like I'm probably going to be dead. But, yes, uh, you would. Be. But I never saw sharks. <laughs> I mean, if there were barracudas, because they're, they're getting away from the lionfish. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But no, it's their block. That's their territory. I, that stuff doesn't bother me. Like I, I love being in the water. It's like you're in space. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's just like this whole unexplored. I mean, a lot of it's been and, explored. And, but and maybe if I got in there and uh, you know just kind of quit bitching about it, maybe I'd be all right. <laughs> And what's so funny is I was just talking to somebody. We did an episode where I was telling them, like, I don't have a fear mechanism. Like, there's there's so many things that I do that people are like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. And it just never registers with me. But, I mean, when I think about getting in water, I have so little control. Right. And, and I'm kind of a control guy. You might have picked up on that by now. No, I haven't noticed, Andrew. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. It's not your turn to talk. Um, but I just, I, I mean, a barracuda has got... 
absolutely the advantage in the water. I can't do anything to that guy. Yeah. He's, it's, anyway. Yeah, but what is he going to do? I mean, like, (laughs) eat your whole arm off? Like, no, you're going to be fine. Hold on. Did you know that they have an anticoagulant in their saliva? Now, 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 why would that be important, Chad? You were just in the water. <laughs> Tell me why that might be important, Chad. Because you'll bleed out and die. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. And uh, so the first time I pulled a barracuda onto the boat, I went to go like stick it so that it wouldn't be flopping around and end up back in the water right. or whatever. Right. And uh, the deckhand, this barefoot 19-year-old kid, comes over and slams me into the side of the boat, like up against the wall. He's like, "Don't move!" And then they killed it. And I, he, he came back to me later. He's like, hey, man. And I didn't really get my feelings hurt. But he came back and he's like, hey, I wasn't trying to be a dick. It's just um, somebody got bit by one of those uh, last trip. And Coast Guard had to come out. It's a two-hour flight for them. And oh. he almost bled out because Holy that crap. animal has an anticoagulant in its saliva. He wow. said it, it took a swipe at him and it just bit out a chunk of his calf. And he could not stop bleeding. And when you're out there deep sea fishing. Yeah. You're really far away from any kind of help. Right. The Coast Guard is your best bet, and it takes a while. And if you don't make it, you don't make it, dude. Yeah. And whenever he told me that, it just kind of lit something up in my brain. It was like, okay, nope. <laughs> no more. Like, How often do you go fishing? I haven't been in a decade, no. dude, but it, it's the way to go. Like, it killed freshwater fishing for me because oh, yeah. it was so, so... I mean, I fought a tuna for... Maybe 30, 45 minutes. I'm probably exaggerating, but that's what it felt like. Right. I had a thousand foot of line out, and I'm just crank, crank, little half cranks, you know, just trying to get that huge bastard up on the side of the boat, and they flatten out, and you're pulling half the ocean with them. Yeah. It's a fight. And And your smallest snapper is your biggest freshwater fish. I mean, it's like, there's really no comparison. Like, it's so much more fun. I'm with you. (laughs) And they taste better. (laughs) Yeah, and and we were. We were cutting up uh, chunks of sushi right there on the boat. Yes. Less than an hour after it had been caught. Heck yeah, yeah. We came back with so much fish. And you know how those boats are. They've got huge coolers in Mm -hmm, them. mm -hmm. And we had so much fish that they ended up having to get rid of some of it. What? You're not allowed to come back. Like Each boat with X number of people on board, you are only allowed to carry so much fish by the pound. Yeah. And at a certain point, they're like, well, we got to decide what we're going to keep because... Holy crap. So like, you know, Linda caught 10 yellowfin and then Bob caught... 20 blackfin it's like well we're gonna lose some blackfin we're gonna right. keep the yellow because that's better food anyway right 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 anyway right. Yeah. i'm getting way off topic but no. <laughs> yeah not 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 uh big on the scuba diving just yet but i've never done it so who knows so yeah i got a couple of water uh pictures because i just that was one of the highlights Dude, of the trip what go back don't skip that what okay. is this so this is the, was this the one that's carved out of solid stone yeah so i one of the things that i've wanted to do and i didn't get to do it last time i went either was build your own temple Petra. out of solid stone what <laughs> build a temple <laughs> out of solid stone is that what uh, yes okay we yes should and that. i was able to do that okay uh, no, <laughs> <It looks amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> weirdo <laughs> No, like uh, Petra is in Jordan. It's not in Egypt, but it's kind of close enough to where it's like you could do this day trip uh, and they basically pick you up in a bus and then you grab a water taxi and so then not another bus. Definitely still not a camel. Okay. So, no, yeah, we're, we're still past the okay. camel thing. Sorry about that. Uh, never rode a camel after the first time. So <laughs> don't have to bring it up. You know don't, what I mean? Don't have to not ask. Gonna never again. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was like this whole day, whole, whole day. Like they picked us up at 2 in the morning. We didn't get back till midnight. Like this is a big long day okay so i thought that petra was like literally just what i know now as the treasury i thought it was like one thing and that was petra but apparently it's this whole valley i mean like there's this whole valley of like 
carved structures like this and like does this one have a name uh, probably. <laughs> oh no, Chad! Excellent photojournalist. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I was there for the treasury, which was just kind of. Uh, I mean, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. But so you're telling me something this amazing, and what we're looking at, folks, is a, a temple, right? Yeah, it's a temple that was carved out of one piece of stone, and it is at least four levels tall. Yeah, and it's it's pretty damn intricate for something that got carved out of one big rock. Um, but this was just a side note. Oh yeah, this was like on the way to. Did y'all the main just cruise course. right by this? Like, I mean, no, I stopped and took a picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if maybe this is like from the tour bus or whatever. No, we were walking, and it was okay. not. And I mean, the walk down was great, and I, I like hiking and stuff. And so I knew I was like, this is all downhill. Yeah, coming back is gonna suck yeah. real bad. But we're walking. I think it was about a mile and a half, two miles to get where we were supposed to be going. But you wish you and, had a camera. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I do, actually, or I did. Um, but, you know, we're walking, and you're passing things like this, and the guy was talking about how, um, you know, back whenever there was, like, the civilization down there, they they would use kind of that leverage, like that downhill to put, like, pipes in the cliffs and stuff so they huh. can get water down there. And so okay. we actually got to see, like, the clay um, pipes on the side of the rocks and stuff like that, which is kind of neat. Would you call it an aqueduct? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's, there's that. And then that's just, you know, me in the Valley there. Also very um, cool. And then there's the, the main course. That's the whole reason I want to go. And this is all in Petra. Yeah. This, this is the treasury. This is when they, I do know a little bit about this one. Okay. So Excellent. my history awful, but this <laughs> one, uh, so, you know, they were doing a lot of artwork on walls and things like that. And with the treasury, you know, they realize, um, that, if they do a bunch of artwork on the walls, it's not going to last. You know what I mean? Like it's going to deteriorate and erode and go away and all that jazz. And so they're like, we need a, we need a place that's going to protect the art that we're, you know, putting together and like the pots and things like that. And so they built the treasury inside the rock there at basically the bottom, right? Like uh, not the furthest down, but it was a long walk. Yeah. Um, and so inside there is where they put a lot of their artwork and things like and that. To what we're looking it. at in this picture, this is also carved out of one piece of rock. Oh, yeah. It's just Damn. like in, in the mountain there, like the cliff. Yeah. Where, where do people find the time, you know? <laughs> so when what, what would be the approximate date? Do you remember that? Like when this was kind of constructed? No. Nope. But a long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> Did you go inside? Do we have pictures inside? No, they they have it blocked off. You can't go inside. But that's ridiculous. Yeah, um, they're telling you about how amazing this yeah, art was exactly. that they were preserving. Oh, can't go inside. Yeah, but no, we didn't get to go inside. But we got to take pictures, and there were camels out there. <laughs> you could, Thank you God. could get on them, but we did not. Not a chance. Um, I just took a ton of pictures of that, and then uh, there was also uh, there's more down there. Um, there was a this big stage with seating and things like that down there. Uh, and then more holes in the rock where people, I guess, used to live and, and all this kind of stuff. It was, it was pretty cool to see. So though. when you say stage, was it like a venue there? Like you yeah. could have events and stuff? I mean, they did back in the day day. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But not, it's not set up for like Lady Gaga or no. Justin Bieber. They're Who not. knows? <laughs> if, if anyone would do it, it'd probably be those two. You yeah, know what I mean? For like, sure. I mean, yeah. Bieber to resurrect a dead career and Lady Gaga because she, I mean, shit, she wears meat suits to concerts. So. I forgot about that. That was weird. Oh, yeah. That age group. Um, and then uh, after, so we, you know, we did Damn. Cairo for a day. We did the pyramids. We went to the Red Sea. We went to Petra. And then we went to Luxor, which was really, really kind of a cool deal. Uh, we met this guy. Is this Luxor? This is the Luxor Temple, yeah. Okay. 
So we're in Luxor, which is the city that has got more history than Cairo. I think there's a, wow. there's a lot going on there. And we were lucky enough to have um, a really good tour guide. Um, but also he owns the Luxor times there. And so he was telling us all this, this different stuff. He's, he's kind of a big deal. I kept giving him crap. Like, okay, so you're, you're famous then. Yeah. He's like, no, no, no stop, stop. But you didn't try to get him on your podcast. When, when the hell did I have time? Hey, crude audio with your phone. I don't know. No, no. But uh, super nice guy. We ended up like hanging out with him and, and drinking that night and watched the the Egypt uh, match because he's really big into. Do you remember his name? Mina. Yeah. Mina. Oh, yeah. did you already say it? I may. I may have. I might have just glazed over it. Yeah, okay. Shout out right. Mina. Mina in Egypt. What's up, dude? Great guy. Uh, Be on my podcast. Him, we saw him like every day. <laughs> so also did not realize. I mean, you could probably do it over you know the internet, but yeah. um, I didn't realize it was so hard to leave the country when you're not just in America. Like did you customs or yeah, like getting a visa, just like getting getting a visa and going anywhere. So hmm. like all these guys that I met that were like English speaking or they you know. Own the Luxor Times, kind of a big deal. Yeah. He said he's been trying to come to the U.S. three or four times just to visit. I'm like, to move? He's like, no, just to visit. And, and they've turned him down three or four times. Whoa. And I was like, well, where else have you gone? He's like, well, I tried to go to Europe as well, but they're just, they're worse what? than America about getting a visa. Who's and here I am. now? <laughs> Damn. I mean, us. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, was that in question? Sorry. You're a... Uh... Yeah. You're just, not the right tone. You were going to have to wait. Right. Of course. That's ridiculous. I, I have not realized how much I've taken for granted our ability to travel and go to countries on a whim. I mean, as long as you got the money, you can go and travel yeah. a different yeah. country. And even if they had the money, even if they had the means, they can't just go get up and go to different places. The it's first time crazy. we felt that was COVID, right? I mean, that's the one time that it's ever been like, well, I don't know if we can go right now. Right. You know? This is bizarre. The whole... You know, Australia's cut off, and I can't go to Australia. It's ridiculous. I didn't even want to go to Australia until just now. <laughs> but I do now. Thanks a lot, COVID. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he, he showed us around the Luxor Temple. Um, we went to a couple of different things. We saw the Luxor Temple. Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I guess we're going through the pictures. Yeah, right? we're so, going through the pictures. Um, that was Luxor Temple. The next day, um, we did a hot air balloon. Yeah, I saw that, like... The day you came back, I saw that picture post. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Chad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do, you know, they got the big hot air balloon festival in Albuquerque, right? Like yeah. in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. It's huge. It's, I think it's the biggest one, right? Yeah. 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 Um, but I've looked into it and like a hot air balloon ride is not cheap. <laughs> like no. you're talking four or 500 bucks probably, right? Um, and it only fits about four or five people. Mm-hmm. Well, these hot air balloons fit like 20 people. They're huge baskets. Um, but they... They're only like, I think it was 65, 75 bucks a person oh, yeah. or something like on. that. Yeah. And I'm like, we're not not going to do this, yeah. right? And yeah. so we did it. And it was, it was kind of amazing because most of Egypt is a lot of desert, yeah. right? But there in Luxor, um, they've got the Nile and they've got their own like tributaries that they pulled uh, away like for the farms and stuff to, mm-hmm. for irrigation. And so there is a ton of green there in Luxor. But then there's a hard divide, which I think you, there's probably in one of the pictures. Like you can see green and then behind the green, it's just like desert, desert mountain yeah. and desert. And that was it. But it was pretty, a pretty cool experience. It did not last. I mean, we were only up in the air for, what, an hour probably. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just being able to fly over the temples that we were just about to see, because we hadn't seen some of these temples yet, we got to see them from the air first, understand kind of their placement, location. Yeah. And then when we went to go do it later in the day, it all kind of made more sense. It was kind of neat. 
Um, These pictures are just insane. Yeah, see that divide? Like, there's yep. all this green, and then it's like a very obvious... There's a wall there. Obvious. I mean, there's a very big wall. Yeah, yeah. Not tall. I mean, it is tall. It's not amazing how tall it is. It's amazing how <laughs> long, and like, it's solid. It doesn't look like you can get through it. Like, yeah. there's no gates or roads or anything. Right. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, a lot, a lot of pictures of that. There's another one. So this, this one, uh, this temple is called Hatshepsut. Okay, I'll take um, your word for it. <laughs> they also call it like for Americans that don't are are not able to pronounce Hatshepsut, they say hot chicken soup, and then you'll be like, oh, ha, ha, hot chicken soup. <laughs> so oh, you tell funny. This is the Hatshepsut uh, temple. It was pretty. Not a whole lot going on. I uh, took a few pictures, um, but. Yeah, not a whole lot of... I didn't know all the history there either. And then this one was the um, Karnak Temple, which is another temple. So, uh, real quick, before you go on, for for those of you that are just listening and not looking at the video, uh, now we're looking at a picture of him basically staring straight up at just a ton of columns with intricate Egyptian uh, hieroglyphs and carvings and just... Incredible. Y'all have to see these pictures. So if you don't see them on the YouTube video, go check out Chad. Uh, is it? It's all on Instagram, right? Yeah, go Chad go. They can, go Chad go. Yeah. And you can see these pictures, and you'll see that I'm right, that they're incredible. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It was such a great <laughs> trip. I mean, like, it was great to be with my friends and get to hang out with them and then get to see their friends because you get in the situation where you're you're traveling out or you're, you're moving your whole life to a new country and you've got all these other expats that are doing the same thing. And so you got people that work for school districts or the, you got people working for the um, um, – U.S. Embassy or whatever, right? And they're all just traveling every two or three years. They're going new places. Yeah. They're going to Thailand. They're going to Paraguay. It's it's just pretty cool to meet these people that are very all like minded, like to travel, like to do their thing. But yeah. uh, I don't know when you when you get there, you understand one why they've been in Egypt for two years and want to stay another two years because it's gorgeous. But then also that they've got that kind of support system built for them with everyone else that's doing the same thing. What's culture like? I mean, you got to do all the touristy stuff, but I'm sure that they're not staying in uh, Egypt for another two years just because they like the touristy shit. No, they wouldn't even do, they didn't do any of that stuff with us. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, nah, I've seen it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Enjoy your walk. Yeah, they've actually... Don't touch the camels. (laughs) Crystal, uh, Jesus' wife, she's actually putting together a PowerPoint of like, if y'all come into town, this is everything you need to do. Don't ask Don't even ask me. (laughs) Yeah, because she's done it so many times now. Right. Which, you know, they were great. They set everything up for us. Um, Like drivers from the airport. I mean, like, as long as you've got a couple people's number there in egypt they'll do everything for you it's crazy uh i need a mattress i'll be there in an hour what (laughs) it's just crazy so english uh prominent language there yes yeah Yeah. uh quite a bit i mean i mean definitely arabic is going to be your primary right but like especially where they're at because they're in that expat kind of area Mm -hmm. there's a lot of english speaking people there um but yeah did you try to learn any arabic can you speak any words shukran habibi does that mean where's the bathroom? It means thank you. Oh, and good. Habibi good. is kind of like a te- term of endearment. It's yeah. kind of like love, but friend also. You probably don't want to like go bro. around saying that to strangers, well, right? Yeah, no, you do. Yeah? I mean, it's kind of crazy that, you know, you see guys 
locking arms and walking down the road together just because they're friends or holding hands, dudes holding yeah. hands because they're just buddies. <laughs> um, so no, you say IBB whenever you want to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very accepting culture. Yeah. Nice to know. Well, not accepting. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> can't show the bottom of your foot, right? Right, right. What, what other uh, social uh, abnormalities are there? Not abnormalities there, but right. abnormalities here. Well, I, I mean, know you, you're not supposed to show the bottom of your shoe, right? That probably is true. Maybe? I don't know. What are some other ones? I know, like, in, especially, like, in temples and things like that, women are supposed to make sure that you're, like, your knees and your shoulders and stuff are covered. Your, your sexy knees. Right. Ooh, girl, show me them knees. Dirty, dirty shoulders. Show me them knees. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean... If, if you were, you know, a lot of that country is primarily Muslim, too. So a lot of, of you know, Muslim women completely cover um, head to toe almost, even in the water. Like, we'll go to the Red Sea and, and you know, you don't see bathing totally suits as much. Up, They're yeah. completely covered head to toe. Um, That's really not that far-fetched from, like, you know, certain denominations of Christians here in the United States. Yeah. I mean, the face covering, that's another level, but... Right. Uh, Church of Christ. I, I grew up in that uh, as a kid, and yeah, women were supposed to keep the dresses a little longer. Yeah, I don't think you could show off those beautiful shoulders either. Right, I think those had to be covered up. Please cover them shoulders. <laughs> so, God dang. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's part of that religious culture. But it's not. It's really not that bad. I, I loved being able to learn a little bit about it. But like, you definitely with something kind of it's something that's kind of neat is you'll hear the call to prayer multiple times a day. So you've got your, you're essentially like your tornado sirens right. throughout all of the city, the yeah. country, and they're all going off. You Certain I'm times. sure experienced yeah. that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So no stranger to that. Yeah. And so it, it, it's loud and it's all over the place, but that was kind of neat hearing that yeah. for the first time, last time I went. Yeah. My, my pretense was a little different and, uh, right. you know, we got certain, bits of information that were terrifying and so whenever we would hear things like uh you know, this is back in 05 and i was a kid and right you know, we were there to do uh soldier stuff right so whenever we'd hear those uh mosques start blaring like you said it's yeah. like tornado sirens right and it is you can hear it from miles away it's a little eerie under the right context, but <laughs> yeah, I would not like to be in your shoes in that situation. I, I mean, in my situation, I obviously was like, "Ooh, that's different. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. you know, interesting. I want to learn more about it." But I could definitely see how, and I feel the same way now. And like my second deployment, I got to spend a little bit of time in Kuwait City, and you know, there's no action in Kuwait. Yeah, it's uh, it's very well protected. N nothing really crazy going on there. And whenever the mosques would start playing their call to prayer. Or, uh, whatever you call it, it uh, it's interesting. You know, you feel you feel the culture uh, kind of brings everything into focus. So. Right, definitely not scary the second time. Around. Man, I love the food. <laughs> yeah, the, the food's incredible. The food. I don't know about Egyptian food, but just uh, it's. I, I realize that a lot of like a lot of the food in that region are all just very similar. Like you're Mediterranean, yeah. like a lot of fresh vegetables, like cucumber and, and tomato and dill, and uh, and then all your dips. Like your your bean, your hummus, yeah. your baba ganoush, and stuff like that, and then the bread. Oh, I mean, well, you, so good. I think if like it, American food, if you go to any like one restaurant or establishment, they're really heavy on like one kind of flavor, one kind of spice. They mm -hmm. cook with one kind of oil or whatever. It all kind of tastes the same. I yeah. don't know. But then, like what you're talking about, every single thing you pick up has got an entirely different flavor pro profile or right. whatever you want to call it. Right. So, yeah. Wow, very interesting stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. I already missed so, it. So when are we going to Egypt? Um, let's start by going to uh, King Tut's on Magnolia and get you some Egyptian food. Have you been there yet? Yeah. 
It's on Magnolia. I don't think I have hit that. It's one. right over there by the the hospitals. I'm down on that side. Yeah, it's it's good. That. It's been a while since I've been, but now that I've been to Egypt, I want to go back and see how you know. I'm sure it's like super authentic. But the first time, <laughs> I didn't know. I had no. I just was like, "Ooh, this is delicious," but I had nothing to yeah. compare it to. And so there's I a go couple check of good again. Mediterranean places around here. There's one, and I'm not going to say the name, but uh, there's there's one that I went to recently that I will not be going back to. Oh no! But uh, it's just because there are some really good Mediterranean yeah. restaurants around here. And the one I went to is not on that list. Gotcha. So, you know what's interesting is like, <laughs> you know, growing up 10, 15 years ago, Mediterranean food. I, would you know what Mediterranean food was 15 years ago? I still don't know how to accurately describe it. But you know I what mean, it is, yeah, though. Yeah, I do now. But yeah. It's crazy that like back, you know, 50, I want to say 10, 15, really like 15, 20 years ago, especially yeah. here in Fort Worth, it was like, Mexican food, barbecue, steak. Like yeah. that was your, those your choice, and Italian. Right. Yeah. But your Italian was Olive Garden. Where if you go there, you know what you are, your family. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but like now Which we've means got. You can have many breadsticks as you want because <laughs> you're a family. Right. Yeah. Uh, but now we've got all these different places that just, you know, you could really understand culture even here in Fort Worth because we've got food from all over the world, which yeah. is kind of nice. It's pretty neat. There are some things, and I can't remember who brought it up the other day, but there's a, a genre of food that, uh, that we don't have here. And I don't even know why I'm bringing it up because I can't remember. But oh, there, nice. There are some. Well done, <laughs> sir. <laughs> there are some uh, cultural uh, delicacies that we don't have here yet in Fort Worth. And you yeah. have to go to like Plano or Dallas to get. Yeah, I believe that. It'll make its way here. And the reason that we got so uh, culturally inundated from all different types of food is because we showed up on the radar as like the place to be if you have a restaurant. Really? Because we like to eat. And this is not really, Facts. yeah, it's not really the title that I think is very uh, sexy. Right. But uh, yeah, the word got out that we spend money on food. And so, you know, overnight, like you said, over the last 10 years, we got just about everything you could ask for yeah. right here in the DFW area. Yeah. So. It's nice. I remember when sushi was exotic. It's like, ooh, sushi. Get it at a gas station now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You don't eat that sushi. No, you do not. I mean, you, you can, but you won't. Hey, you'll hate yourself for it. That reminds me, you got mummy tummy on the way back. You remember telling me that yesterday? Yeah, I well, I do not. But <laughs> I, yeah, I have been saying it because yes, I did. I was I was so proud of myself because last time I went, I got sick, horde, like mm. real bad, horde. I got sick, horde, and this time I was like good the entire time. And yeah. then as soon as we start coming home, it hits, and so I've not been. 100% yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't help that we drank literally all weekend for my birthday. Or did it? Maybe your condition would be much worse if you hadn't sterilized. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that was sterilization at all. That was just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, you know, your birthday just rolled through, and uh, the big 4 you're over the hill now. Shit. And uh, so what's that feel like? I mean, you're basically dead now. Um, younger than you, but okay, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was good. It was it was nice to come back, um, and, like, it was so good to be with my family and, and a couple of my friends out there, but, like, coming back and having a birthday and recharging with the people. Yeah. That I, I, I like being around people. I yeah. feel like you like being around people, right? I like being around the right people. There yeah. it is. Okay. And uh, being around the right people and having that kind of recharge, it was nice to have that this weekend. But yeah. now I think I'm, I'm done for drinking for a minute. It's, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot. It's a fun weekend, well, though. Well, yeah, I caught y'all kind of, well, I, I want to say in the middle, but I don't know how long y'all y'all stayed out. Yeah. Because I came in around two thirty three o'clock, grabbed something to eat, and then I was out. And uh, right when I left, and mind you, I was on a motorcycle. Right. It just started pouring. Dude. It was just pouring. Yeah. 
and uh, it it died down just long enough for me to get back here to the studio. So that worked well, I'm out. I'm glad you but. made it back safely. <laughs> yeah, that it was bad. It was bad. So y'all did y'all start off at Concrete? No, uh, bottled blonde. Went to bottled blonde. Okay. We're playing some beer pong, drinking towers, ate some food, went to Concrete, and then I went over to Rabbit Hole afterward, and then went to go eat at Sheba Hut. I made it home around midnight. What is Sheba Hut? Chiba, it's like this new sandwich place off of uh, Magnolia as okay. well, kind of over there by King Tut, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they kind of specialize in this whole like uh, kind of like a weed gimmick. Like every, it's I don't know. There's like a lot of pot and like references and stuff like that in the place. <laughs> okay. And if I recall, again, it was a long day. From what you remember? From what I remember, <laughs> I believe that a lot of the sandwich names were also kind of like had some like weed gimmicky things too as well but the the sandwich is great i do remember the sandwich being great well, uh, what was the name of the sandwich i imagine they I have one called the willie nelson and the bob marley probably yeah. i don't remember <laughs> i just remember it tasting good but uh i got an uber and uh he took me back to 7th street and he almost didn't make it like he because the roads were so flooded at oh, 11 yeah. o'clock last yeah. night and um it, it, like there was cars just abandoned all over Seventh Street. They're still Street. sitting around town. It's crazy. I've never, I've never seen it like that before in my life. Yeah, I mean, it was bad enough that they were putting out emergency warnings like life threatening. Don't leave your house unless there's an emergency. Yeah, like don't yeah. go. Yeah. And uh, I saw a video online, and it showed somebody taking three glasses, and they dumped one over on ground that had not received any water in a long time, so mm-hmm. it's dry and the grass is dead. And then they took the other two, and they put one on uh, kind of moderately watered grass, kind of green. And then the third one was on like a flush green St. Augustine, like really pretty grass. Right. The the one on the pretty grass, the water, whenever they turned the cup upside down, it just disappeared immediately. Yeah. The one in the middle, it was much slower. And the one at the end almost didn't move at all. It took forever for the water to, to get through that. Uh, dead grass and that dry, dry soil. It's and basically rock at that point, right? Yeah, it's, it's been so dry it seals here so long. Up and it yeah. just glides over the top. So whenever we have uh, a period of high temperatures and drought-like conditions for an extended period of time, and then we get a shit ton of rain in a very short amount of time, floods. I helped one kid push his car out. He, uh, I hope, well, hopefully he doesn't hear this, but he uh, got flooded out. Then he tried to start his car, and it started for a second, and then it died. And then he tried to start it a third time, and it wouldn't. Oh. Well, his exhaust pipe was underwater when he did oh, all this. Oh, no. Yeah. So I, I, I watched this from the fourth floor of the parking garage. This was actually on Wednesday when we went to Amplify 817. Yeah. And uh, formerly known as 817 Day. Uh, shall it rest in peace? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I'm watching this kid do this, and I'm like, I need to go down there and help him. And I get down there, and sure enough, the water is like a foot. The sidewalks are gone. And uh, so I, I just, okay, your feet are going to get wet. Just deal with it. And I walk out there. I was like, put your car in neutral, man. He's like, what? I'm going to push you into that parking spot. Put your car in neutral. And he goes, will that work? I was like, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Will anyway, what work? <laughs> so he's like, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, turn your key, okay, and then sh- put your foot on the brake and shift it to neutral. And he's like, oh, okay, it's a neutral now. And so I push him back into the spot, and I'm like, cut the wheel to the right, and I get him up in there. And I'm like, now put the parking brake on and shift it back to park. And he does these things, and he gets out, and he's just like, he's overwhelmed, and he's like almost crying. He grabs me, and he hugs me. He's like, oh, thank you so much. I didn't know what to do. How did you know how to do all that? And yeah. I'm like, bro, I just had you put it neutral, and then we pushed you into a parking <laughs> But instead of saying it like that, I was like, where are you from? 
which might yeah, actually be more shitty now that I'm thinking about yeah, it. But yeah. <laughs> like, how condescending! But I really wanted to know, like, how do you not know? Anyway, so got him out of the. This is Andrew, everyone. He's a meteorologist, scientist, helper, good guy, and asshole. <laughs> yeah, take your pick. Uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I had him. Uh, you know, who do you know? Call somebody, whatever. But that was happening all over town. Yeah, and people were and. As I'm walking away, he's like, you don't think I did any damage to the car, do you? Because it won't start at all now. And I'm like, and I'm thinking I should explain to him like the physics of how a motor works and what he just did to his car. And then I just go, it'll probably be all right. And I just, Yeah. You don't want to open that can of worms. stage left, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see him cry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Utah. He was from Utah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I, does it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just anyway. trying to be. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of rain really quick. Watch your kids, folks. Yeah. So, the Funky Town Podcast. I'm going to have to drill you guys about what, what show. What is that? Uh, I'm going to drill you guys. The Funky Town Jesus Christ, podcast. I did it again. That was twice now. No, 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 no. I did it in a, in a worse way. Whenever we did the scavenger hunt, I sent everybody a list of the 11 shows that were going to be involved. And number two was supposed to be the Funky Panther. And I put the Funky Town Podcast. It really hurt my feelings. Why do I keep doing that? I don't know. The names are similar. You got to give me that. I mean, uh, <laughs> is there a Funky Town podcast? Yes, there is. Right, Jeffrey Lord. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, but no, uh, I mean we've got a Panther though. Yeah, so. the Funky Panther. Okay, so here we go. Back on track. Yes, cannot wait. I'm, 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 my goal is to get you, Tim, and Javier in the hot seat so I can get one of you to say something really mean about the other people. Okay. Well, which is basically what Javier on. Is that always going to happen? <laughs> no, Javier is not even allowed to say anything about you guys. Not on this show. <laughs> he already, he already did that. What was that? TFTI? Yeah, he was on TFTI. That was awful. Yeah. And we will never let him live that down. No, I will not. <laughs> for sure. I've already intervi- interviewed the group of you together. So now I have to get the story individually. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, recap in the hundredth episode. We okay. we you know we went through the whole spill of where you guys came from and how you met and what the show means to you and what the changes have been like over the years. But now I've got you in front of me solo, imano imano. Yeah, and let's hear the dirt. What do you got? Um, Javier's a nice guy. Love him to death. <laughs> he's, he's family. Tim could not even be any better. He's just they're great. They're both great people. Perfect. Done. Perfect. <laughs> done and done. Well, what do you, uh, you guys have won now two of the, uh, the past year's best podcast in Fort Worth through Fort Worth Weekly. Yeah. And now you guys are scheduled to win a third time. I don't know if we're sk- don't don't say don't put that juju on me. Ricky it's happening. Bobby. I don't think so. I mean, appreciate <laughs> you, love you. It's uh, it's a popularity contest. It means nothing. I mean, your show has got it going on, man. You you got everything in the right place, the right time. You got all sorts of stuff. Great guests. I mean, obviously. Well, no, until now. <laughs> uh, I mean, and it's very professional. We're just a bunch of goofballs just hanging out and talking shit. You I know want, what I mean? I want more bullshit. On your show, <laughs> you remember. You're- we're sitting there oh, in yeah. the temple at the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, That's right. one of the longest-running right. podcasts in North Texas. They have five awards on their oh, wall yeah. for being the best podcast, yeah. and uh, 
and and I didn't mean it in any kind of negative context. I was actually trying to pay a compliment, and you I were the only one I think in the room that got it. But straight out of my mouth, I was like, "I want more bullshit like on your show." Like y'all have plenty of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they took it bad. I think uh, they I, they knew. I hope you're right. They but knew. If uh, if Dustin's listening, I I love your show. Much respect, and you guys helped me get my show started just by doing what you're doing. Same. And it's a great show. And listeners need to go check that out. It's the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, and those guys are a riot. And um, they bullshit. That's what they, they, that's what they do. <laughs> they know what they do. But, you know, over the last few months, I've had so many people tell me that they think my show is, like, super professional and things like that. And it kind of eats me alive. Cause, oh, no. I shouldn't uh, have said anything. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not aiming for super professional. But, you know, we do want to have... Uh, an eclectic group of people, and I don't want to scare anybody off by having people on like Javier. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you're going to scare away some fans. Just Javier's let you know. coming, folks. Prepare yourselves. Yeah, that's where you would insert a joke. Just let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Javi. Bring your favorite shoes. Oh yeah, he's got plenty of them. Just one pair. Yeah, don't push it. He's going to bring like a box full of shoes and t- go through them all with you. No. Oh God, that threw me way off track. Well, I appreciate all the compliments, um, but. Uh, I've already instructed the Fort Worth Roots listeners to make sure that they vote for you guys in the Fort Worth Weekly's Best Of for 2023. Is that what we're voting on? Now it's this is year. It, is it 22? Yeah, 22. Okay, I never know which way we're going yeah, yeah. with that. But. So, uh, and then at the event on September 10th, that will be the last day that you can vote for that Oh, wow. Thing. Yeah, you're exactly right. So I'm telling everybody at the event, like, y'all pull your phones out. Here's I'll have the uh, website in front of me i'll put a note card together or something and i'm gonna have them type it up go to the thing and vote for you guys you're too damn kind (laughs) you gotta stop you gotta stop you gotta stop well we need to get you in there for a third year and i don't want to debase any of uh the podcast listeners from fort worth on some fool's mission of trying to vote for the fort worth roots podcast and you guys deserve it well, you do too. I, I don't. I don't want to take that away. And I, I know you put it on Instagram or whatever, or social media, something on social all the media. things, right? All the things. You're like, go vote for the Funky Panther. And I was like, what are you trying to get at, bro? Which <laughs> end game here? Well, here's my end game. I want to support my friends, and yeah. you guys uh, have been such a positive force in my life. I told you guys that you, and legitimately, y'all changed my perspective on local podcasters. Because I thought everybody was an asshole, <laughs> and I can't like I can't remember who put that notion in my head. Um, I didn't write it down or uh, blacklist anybody, but um, whenever I met you guys, y'all were just so nice and so kind, and you gave me stickers. <laughs> and we didn't even know who you were. <laughs> we thought Excellent. you were just a fan. I was. I was just a fan that day. But uh, anyway, you guys have. Uh, a hell of a podcast and i hope you do it for many 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 more years let's let's get that projection out of the way how long is this going to go on man i don't know i i will say that the two weeks that i was gone just now was a really nice break i mean i i love doing what we do and just getting on the microphone every every week on tuesdays and doing our thing but uh it's exhausting sometimes you know it's exhausting i know and you've got way more projects we just show up and talk (laughs) you've got like working on and like all this different stuff no is that this you're gonna bleep that that's that's getting bleeped out okay (laughs) so uh he just said something that i had to bleep out he gave away a secret but there's gonna be a big reveal on september 10th (laughs) excuse me (laughs) (laughs) shut my stupid mouth no no, you got you got so much (laughs) going on and uh and i we just show up and it seems like it's overwhelming but um i don't know man uh 
as long as we continue to not hate each other. Yeah. Which, I, that's not going to happen. Come on. I mean, <laughs> it's gotten close sometimes. <laughs> you guys are going to fight, man. That's, uh, that's best friend shit, you know? Yeah. Me, me and my best buds, we get into it sometimes, and then we just kind of throw our hands up, walk away, and go, whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can, you know, it, it's different when you, it's almost like starting, people say don't start a business with your friends or your family sure. sometimes, right? Because yeah. it's, it's uh, there's a lot of pressure, and it's a lot of work, and then when someone's not pulling their weight, and people get upset, or vice versa, whatever, maybe uh, it's a lot. But no, I think we'll be doing this for a long time to come. I, I definitely think we'll hit 200 episodes. You know what I mean? Like we're we're not even halfway to. I mean, we're just having a good time. Yeah. And uh, as long as the three of us are still going to be in Fort Worth, which I've you know really liked being able to go and travel and do it. I was like, man, I'm going to start looking at these embassy jobs. But no, as long as we're all in Fort Worth, <laughs> we're going to stay together and keep it going. Yeah, that's excellent. I'm glad to hear it because uh, we need you. We need you inside the podcast community. You guys are doing something exceptional. So. Well, we appreciate it. It's, you know, it's been fun. Like you mentioned the 100th episode, but like that event was so much fun for me to see people connect that had not connected before. You yeah. know what I mean? Like musicians meeting podcasters and podcasters meeting business owners that they may same thing with your, like we had that lunch that one day and we got to meet some people yeah. that you knew that I didn't know. And so like, that is the biggest thing for me is like the connections and, and helping people connect. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like the podcast thing is just, it's fun. Yeah. But like, it's been really cool to make all these connections yeah. like this one, yeah. bro, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Bro, bro. Um, and then you guys getting hooked up with Amplify 817 has been a really good partnership. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm amazed every time I see you guys doing something at Tulips with them or, you know, like that thing y'all did with, were, were y'all on the stage at Will Rogers with Bency Jones and everybody doing like a event coverage, like a promotional before? Um, I don't think so. I wasn't here. Oh, okay, okay. So, but I don't think they did. There, there's a video with uh, Bency Jones doing some kind of weird, uh, like w- oh, that was at w- WWF. That was at Tulips promotional thing. He came out and like had this voice, and everyone's like, "What the hell's going on?" Like and he didn't you tell were anybody there for that, right? No, that was oh, okay. I wasn't at Tulips or uh, the Amplify Eight One Seven event. But uh, yeah, he came out. <laughs> It all weird. I love him to death. He is he is just a bizarre guy. Like he, he's so funny. Uh, but yeah, he he said he was just gonna like tear everyone apart. Like it was a contest. He was gonna win the concert. It's like you're gonna win the concert. Like what are you what are you talking about? But it was pretty damn hilarious. It was the, good stuff. I think did Tim put that video together? Yeah. Oh my god, it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And I I talked to Teresa from the Fort Worth Library Amplify at one seven, and she was saying. That yeah, like you said, nobody knew what was going on, and it was super awkward. And then like yeah. Tim put that video together, and it looked so cool on this end, you know? right? <laughs> right. Now, from what I understood, the the audience there was very confused and like, what <laughs> the hell's going on? Like, we know this isn't his voice. Like, he's been on the show before. Like, this isn't his voice. But yeah, Bency, is your blood sugar low? What's happening, buddy? Come back to us. Come back. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I can't imagine how odd that must have been. But anyway, the end product was awesome. But y'all doing things like that is what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, you you give me a lot of props. Like, I'm knocking out of the park. Personally, I don't – knocking it out of the park. Personally, I don't see it. But what y'all are doing, especially with those little videos and stuff and, and, you know, working your ass off with Amplify to help promote what they're doing, which I think is great. Um, that's knocking it out of the park. You guys are making big moves too. Well, thanks, man. We just keep pulling each other up. You know what I mean? Let's Absolutely. Just pull each other up because we're all doing <laughs> big things. And uh, the last thing we got to talk about is this event. You guys are co-hosting this hundredth uh, episode release party at Pouring Glory on the tenth. I we're gonna have to sit down and come up with like a format. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we got like two weeks. So Oh, we got three weeks. Right? Two and a half. Really? Yeah. Damn, it's, it's, it's coming it's up quick. Coming up quick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Let's do that soon. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm gonna get can, anxious about it. Nah, don't we'll we'll figure it out. We'll pull pull our shit together right there at the last minute. Perfect. Um I, I was thinking that we would do like uh a hundredth ep- like y'all's hundredth episode where we did a recording. Yeah. Maybe we could do that out there. Yeah, that'd be um, great. I'm gonna set up a ten by ten and table and all that, and there'll be like the uh, Funky Panther area. So I okay. said it right that time, right? You yeah. did. You yeah. gave me no, a look, I and I was like, "No, I would have slapped you <laughs> right across the face, like I got slapped yesterday. I would have nailed you." Who slapped you? Uh, were you not there yet at Concrete Cowboy? Uh uh-uh. uh Well, I don't remember you getting slapped. Yes. Who slapped you? The waitress. Did you deserve it? No, no, no. no. This it was like a thing. It's, <laughs> She was like, what shot do you want? I'm like, I don't know, whatever. And uh, they're like, do you have anything fun that's Concrete Cowboy? And they're like, we do this thing where we, you take a shot, they throw water in your face, and they slap you across the face. I'm like, whatever. And she did it, and my face was throbbing. Like, she hit hard. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess you had gone already. Or I don't know. I don't know either. I did not yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. Because I probably would have bitten her like a mongoose. Get off a of Chad. No, it was it was part of the thing. And then Javier, <laughs> of course, he wanted to do it. And so she did it to Javier too. <laughs> Her poor hand. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. How much do you have to pay for that? A shot. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, right. I didn't mean to throw that off. <laughs> <laughs> um I want to start doing a thing where y'all have what what's y'all's day for uh, recording? Tuesdays. Okay. I'm gonna start doing all my recordings on uh I believe Saturdays. Okay. And uh, I'm going to try to have a revolving list of uh, co-hosts for the thing. So if you'd like to jump on that, I'd love to have you in here. Hell yeah. Kind of cross-analyzing some uh, potential guests. So. Yeah, for sure. I saw you, you did that with uh, Sam, right? From yes. the Phil podcast. Yes, and he will definitely be in that rotation. I yeah, love he's, Sam. He's great too, yeah. If y'all haven't got a chance to check out Sam at the Failed Podcast, that is an excellent show put on by a very interesting dude. Um, yeah. He's going to be in the rotation, and I think Genevieve even said she wanted to oh, do it, yeah. so we'll we'll see if she's still up for that. She's also going to be at the event, so that'll be cool. It's going to be a good time, and I'm glad you guys are getting involved. Well, thank you for having us a part of it, because we are very much looking forward to it. Uh, there's a Killers concert that night, and I'm already selling my tickets, because it is... What, well, hold on. What time is the concert? It doesn't matter. It does matter, it because matter. this is one to six. We can still go see the Killers. <laughs> we can go... I do have an extra ticket. <laughs> well, we'll see seriously, what, what time does it start? 7.30. But like, it's perfect. Yeah, but like, what if we want to party and celebrate you and continue to celebrate with we'll, people we'll party with the killers. that want to celebrate you? <laughs> I don't think the Killers are going to show up, dude. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll Sorry. catch the killers next time. Then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that works. Whatever. It's, it's a whole day about you. I know you've you made it a bunch of, you know, all, all these businesses and things, which is always really cool. You're always doing great, you know. But this is a you day. It needs to be. It's like a birthday. And I'm trying to curve it to be more about Fort Worth's podcast scene. Right. You know. It, it's yeah, loosely about the hundredth episode, but that's just an excuse to get Stop everybody being so together. Damn humble and just accept <laughs> the fact that a hundredth episode is a big deal and we're gonna be celebrating you. Excellent. All right. Let's get out of here, Chad. All right, man. Fourth Worth oh, Jesus Christ. Today. Just today. <laughs> just all day today. Fort Worth Roots listeners, thank y'all for being here, Chad. We love you, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Y'all. <laughs> 
legitimately one of the nicest people, most sincere individuals you're ever going to meet on this earth. Chad Butler, thank you for being on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Guys, gals, I'm not kidding. Go to the Best of Fort Worth Weekly and make sure that you vote for the Funky Panther. These guys deserve to win. This is the best show we've got in Fort Worth right now. There's plenty of other amazing podcasts in Fort Worth, but we want to stand behind our buddies and make sure that they win their third year. And then next year, we're going to pick somebody else. They can fight. They can scream. They can <laughs> but we're going to, we'll are gonna pick somebody else next year. They're, they're asking, why are, you, uh, why are you standing behind us? Why don't you, uh, why don't you try to get your show as best? best of a Fort Worth podcast. I don't, I'm not interested and I don't want to debase their support, you know? So let's, uh, let's rally. Let's, let's all go out and let's vote for the right podcast. These guys put a lot of time and effort into this thing. And, um, it's my favorite should be yours too. All right. That's the funky Panther. Go vote. Chad Butler. Thank you so much. We are looking to have the other two on Tim and Javier. Uh, I can already tell you that the Javier episode is going to come with a parental advisory. I'm also going to get a beep button loaded into the old roadcaster so that whenever he starts going off, I can just mash that button like a gas pedal on a go-kart. You're warned, Javier. It's coming. All right. Announcements. Ladies and gentlemen, Pouring Glory, September 10th, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. This is a free event, but you are going to want to bring some cash because you're going to want to buy one of these $3 beers. They have incredible food, too. There's going to be a special menu, and uh, the owner, Scott, out there at Pouring Glory, is putting that together just for this event. There's a lot of stuff that has been put into this for you, and I just don't want you to miss it. So make sure you put this on your your calendar. Oh, I ran out of air. September 10th, 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, in a striking turn of events, uh, I got on Facebook, and I was looking for other events that are happening September 10th. And I found out that there's like a whole citywide thing that happens every year. And guess what? It is September 10th. Now, I don't know about all these other people or the other venues or things that are going on, but I did run into Rebecca Lau. It's spelled L-O-W. Rebecca Lau. And she has uh, a gallery over there on uh, Camp Bowie. And I reached out to her. I said, hey, um, you've got an event going on. I've got an event going on. Yours is from 12 to 9. Mine's from 1 to 6. Could we do a cross-promotion thing? Kind of send some people your way, and there goes my phone. That's okay. Let me turn this off. How do they even have this number? I'll delete this. Hold on, maybe I won't. Hello? Hi, this is Ryan. Thanks for being an electric customer in the Fort Worth area. Since Ryan. Ryan. I just got this number, dude. I activated it an hour ago. How are you doing this? How do I get off your list? Man, that blew my train of thought. Fort Worth Roots also has a new phone number. Um, I'll be putting that on business cards and uh, other things here very soon. But I just needed a uh, internet connection, and I like mobile hotspots. Anyway, where was I? Okay, so the free event, uh, September 10th, 1 to 6 p.m., and then uh, Rebecca Lau is um, going to be at 12 to 9. I will make sure that her information is included in this episode. Please, God, Andrew, don't forget. Um, And she is going to send people our way for the event, and we're going to send people her way for her event. Um, I thought this was a really cool idea. She thought it was a cool idea, and now we're going to be doing stuff uh, with Rebecca at her art gallery. So... How damn cool is that? 
Yeah, just out here making friends. Our sponsors, people you need to know about, Woodpost Metalworks is giving you 10% off whenever you use podcast 817 as the code at checkout. Uh, they have a plasma cutter. They do light steel fabrication and custom artwork with their plasma cutter. If you need a sign for your business, if you just need something nice, heavy, sturdy, really badass gift idea, go to woodpostmetalworks.com and see their full catalog of stuff that they got uh, available. And, uh, you know, if it's not available and you got an idea uh, that you think they could probably do for you, they do custom stuff. So these would be the people to help you with that, the plasma cutter and the custom metal works. Um, they also do gate and fence repair uh, and all sorts of cool stuff. So check them out. That's woodpostmetalworks.com, and you'll never meet nicer people. These are just really good folk. Uh, roofing Solutions by Darren Howe. He is currently giving you 50% off on roofing tune-ups. The, what they do is they come out, they take a look at your roof, and um, they'll seal stuff up. Now, another thing they will do, if they get up there and it doesn't need anything, there's no, no charge. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, if I'm wrong, then you can be mad at me and Darren can be mad at me too. But I believe that's what he told me. Um, if he gets up there and you don't need anything, he will happily come down, uh, tell you that your roof uh, was just put on like six months ago, and then he'll give you a business card and he'll leave, right? Um, but if he gets up there and you just need a little bit of attention, um, you know, you're getting 50% off of that. And it's, I, I, I told him that I was, I wasn't comfortable giving out prices because maybe it's different for different situations. So anyway, just know that all you have to do is say, Hey, I heard about you on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. And he's going to give you 50% off on that roofing tune up. And here's why you do that. I actually had a friend, I'm not going to say his name. I don't think he would mind, but I didn't get permission. So, uh, but he had a leak and he called me up. He's like, Hey, I know you got a roofer. It's <laughs> like, man, he could have found it on Facebook. He could have found it on one of the episodes, but he called me directly, which is a hundred percent fine. Um, and I got him hooked up with Darren. And what had happened was he has some kind of leak on his roof uh, probably some caulking around a pipe or a vent or something like that. Water intrusion got inside his house and uh, was dripping onto his ceiling, right? So now he's got all this, uh, uh, what what's holding up your ceiling? Drywall, material stuff. I don't even know what's up there. What is your ceiling? Anyway, it was ruining his ceiling. It was water coming into his home. And it's not because his roof was bad, probably. Um, but he just had some opening somewhere around a pipe or a vent or something. Now that's what the roofing tune-up is about. Um, he's probably going to have a little bit of water damage there and it's going to cost him some money. But if he had had one of these roofing tune-ups, uh, somebody from Darren's crew would have come out there and with the experience of knowing what to look for, they would have sealed up the pipes, the vents and anything else that might've been, uh, an opening for water intrusion and he could have avoided all that. Now I'm not talking crap about my buddy here. It happens to all of us, but this is a really good way to prevent that kind of situation. Meet a great roofer, uh, allow him to come out and introduce himself. And while he's there, he'll pop up, take a look at the roof. You'll get 50% off of an already great deal. And, um, if he doesn't find anything, I believe he told me that, uh, he'll hop down off that roof and you won't owe him anything. But the other side of that is, uh, you just save probably a ton of money because if you got a 
spot in your roof where water can get in, it will get in, and uh, then you got damage. Nobody wants that. Hulk Walker Originals. You can find them at HulkWalker.com. Check out the many beautiful and original gift ideas online today at that website. Again, that's HulkWalker.com. They showed up to the podcast event with custom-made uh, cups, uh, the big, like I think they're like 40-something ounce cups, uh, thermal insulated, whatever, uh, but laser etched. They've, they've got the uh, laser etchy technology. They can put all sorts of custom stuff on there, your business logo, your name, whatever you want. And they've got all sorts of variations of this on their website and a ton of other stuff. It's not just cups. they got a lot of great ideas. Go check them out, halkwalker.com. You're going to love it. And the last thing before we get out of here, go check out Rebecca Lau Sculpture Gallery. Uh, the website is Rebecca Lau, that's R-E-B-E-C-C-A-L-O-W.com. Um, I've driven past this place a thousand times on Camp Bowie here in Fort Worth. And uh, today I got to go inside and uh, wasn't really prepared for that. It's, it's, uh, it's like its own little museum right there. It's an art gallery. That's what it is. But um, you just wouldn't expect to walk into that. They've got a very awesome, very spacious uh, display floor right there as you walk in the front door. And then uh, if you continue on, there is an entire outdoor area. And I should have taken pictures of this. Next time I'm out there, I'll snap a, a few photos. Um, but they, uh, Rebecca has her own uh, Easter Island, uh, what do they call those? The statue heads. Uh, I walked out there and I was like, oh, Stonehenge. And she's like, oh, try again. I was like, oh, Easter Island. You know, the, the heads, the big heads. Anyway, she's got her version of that. And uh, you should go out there and check this thing out. It's really cool. Um, she has occupied this building. She built it herself uh, for 25 years now. And uh, it's, uh, it's very creative, very interesting. And I'm glad that we have something like this right here in Fort Worth. And if Rebecca's listening, thank you so much for inviting me into your studio and having me out today. It was nice to meet you, and it was really cool to see your studio. Looking forward to working with you guys. And if you guys are still listening, uh, shout out to all the awesome podcasters that have been promoting the hell out of the September 10th event. Um, the amount of support that we're getting for this is, is just incredible. And I, I hope that you get to come out and meet some of these people that are doing these cool things and uh, really promoting the hell out of this show it's going to be awesome um glad that you're coming glad that you're going to be there i'm really excited to have late to the station the gray itchy richie and the burning sensation and my own personal uh favorite local comedian kate Greyhouse. she just said yes without even thinking about it uh which is a little terrifying but also very flattering so Anyway, and it was the same with the bands, too. Late to the Station, the Gray, Itchy Richie, and the Burning Sensation. I didn't think I'd have any issue getting performers to come out and help us with this event, but I was actually really surprised at how quickly I was able to get performers to come out and help us with this event. So, uh, shout out to those guys. This is going to be a lot of fun, and I hope you make it out. It's going to be great. I got more details uh, coming down the pipe as we get closer. I'm going to be working nonstop on this. Uh, right up to the last minute. So if you want to hear more details and find out exactly what's going on, check us out on the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page. Uh, at the very top of the Facebook page, uh, I have pinned the event. And if you click on that event, there are posts inside that event where I'm talking about what's going on uh, with the event. So all of that is there for you. There will be more and more and more right up to the very, 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 very last minute. So... 
All right, that's enough talking out of me. Thank you all for being here, and I will see you next week. Peace. Peace.